Good morning, friends and family. This is Gail Manizak. Thank you for joining me. I'm going to be speaking about, uh, you know the old saying, follow your heart. I'm going to be speaking about that today. And um, and that, that that is, you know, in finding the will of God, we we there are things that are said in this world, like billions of people make that statement. That's like a creed embraced by billions. And that statement is is one of the great myths myths of the Western world, actually. Um, You know, it's a belief that your heart is some type of compass inside of you that will direct you to to your own true north if you just have the courage to follow it it says that your heart is a true guide that will lead you to true happiness if you just have the courage to listen to it the creed says that you are lost and your heart will save you you know what Um, that can sound so simple and so beautiful and so liberating for lost people it's a, a tempting gospel to believe Until you consider that your heart has sociopathic tendencies, think about it for a moment. What does your heart tell you? And you know, please don't answer. Your heart has likely said things to you today, even that that you would not even wish to repeat. I know mine has. My heart tells me that all of reality ought to serve my desires. My heart... Uh, likes to think the best of me and the the worst of others unless those others happen to think uh, good about me. And they are wonderful people, but if they don't think well of me or even if they just disagree with me, well, then something must be wrong, right? Something must be wrong with them, not me. And while my heart is pondering my virtues and others errors it can suddenly find some immoral or horrible angry thought very attractive so the quote follow your heart uh saying certainly isn't found in the bible the bible actually thinks our hearts have a disease because in jeremiah 17 verse 9 the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick who can understand it Jesus, the great physician, he lists the this grim uh, symptoms of, of this disease. He says in Matthew 15, verse 19, Out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, slander. This is not leadership material. The truth is no one lies to us more than our own hearts. No one, if our hearts are compasses, they're broken compasses. They don't tell us the truth. They just tell us what we want to hear. If our hearts are are uh, going to guide us, we're going to be guided, we're going to be led astray. They're not benevolent. They're not pathologically selfish. In fact, if we do what our hearts tell us to do we will pervert and impoverish every desire every beauty every person every wonder and every joy our hearts want to consume 
things for our own self-glory, for our own self-image. No other hearts will will not save us. <laughs> Excuse me. Let me clarify that. No, our hearts will not save us. Our hearts will not save us. We need to be saved from our hearts is the actual truth. So our hearts were, um, they were never designed to be uh, followed, but to be led. Our hearts were never designed to be gods in whom we believe. They were designed to believe in God, Jehovah God, our God, our Father in heaven. If we make our hearts gods and ask them to lead us, then they will lead us to uh, this narcissistic misery and ultimately damnation. They cannot save us because What's wrong with our hearts is the heart of the problem. But if your hearts believe in God as they are designed to, then God saves us. Hebrews 7 verse 25. And he leads our hearts to exceeding joy. Psalms 43 4. So don't believe in your heart. Direct your heart to believe in God. Don't follow your heart. Follow Jesus. Note that Jesus did not say to his disciples, let not your hearts be troubled, just believe in your hearts. He said, let not your hearts be troubled, believe in God, believe also in me, Jesus said in John 14, verse 1. So though your heart will try to shepherd you today, don't follow it. It's not a shepherd. It is a pompous sheep that due to remaining sin has some wolf-like qualities, so don't follow it and be careful even listening to it. Remember that your heart, it only tells you what you want, not where you should go. So only listen to it to know what it's telling you about what you want. And then take your wants, both good and evil, to Jesus as requests and confessions. Jesus is your shepherd. Psalms 23 and 1, John 10, 14. Listen to his voice in his word and follow him. John 10, verse 27. Let him be in the words of a great hymn, the heart of your own heart, whatever befalls it. So in closing, uh, let me close with John 14 and 6. He is the truth, he is the way, and he will lead you to life. So we've got to let God be God. Our hearts are not God. Amen? God bless you, each and every one. God bless you, friends and family. Thank you for joining me again. We're going to be talking about um, not leaning on our own understanding. Amen. That's the insanity of our life is is trying to lean on our own understanding. When the Bible tells us to not, not to lean on our own understanding in Proverbs 3, 5, it's not encouraging us to be irrational. The Bible puts up no wall of separation between our intellect and our faith. 
the book of Proverbs speaks very highly of understanding. Let me mention a few chapter or a few scriptures. Not chapters, scriptures. Incline your heart to understanding. <clears throat> Excuse me. Chapter two, verse two. Raise your voice of understanding, chapter 2, verse 3. Understanding your guard. Understanding will guard you, 2, verse 11. Blessed is the one who gets understanding, 3, verse 13. Wisdom rests in the heart of a man of understanding, 14, verse 33. The heart of man who has understanding seeks knowledge, verse 15, or chapter 15, verse 14. To get understanding is to be chosen rather than silver. Chapter 16, verse 16. By wisdom, instruction, and understanding. 23, verse 23. So, if we're supposed to get understanding, why are we not supposed to lean on it? We have to... Uh, look at Proverbs 3 verse 5 tells us not to lean on our own understanding. In other words, we're not to lean on conclusions that we deduce primarily from our perceptions. And in this sense, our own understanding simply is not going to bear the full weight of reality. That uh, it, it was actually never intended to. If we go back to the Garden of Eden, the one tree in the garden from which humans were forbidden to eat was not, interestingly, the tree of life, Genesis 2.9. It was not life that God denied human beings. He forbade them to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, right? Genesis 2, verse 17. So the point of this prohibition has not was not to keep us ignorant but it was to preserve for us the pleasures of the world so it was as if God was saying if you eat of that one tree you will be saying to me I am smarter than you I am more uh, uh, authoritative than you I am wiser than you are I think I can care for myself better than you can care for me You are not a very good father, and so I'm going to reject you. So don't eat from the tree. So because you will be rejecting me and all my good gifts, you will be, and you will be rejecting all my wisdom, you will be rejecting all my care. So instead of keep on submitting, Keep on submitting to my will. Keep on affirming my wisdom. Keep on being thankful for my generosity. Keep on trusting me as Father. And keep on eating from the other trees as a way of enjoying me. So in order to handle the knowledge of good and evil, a person must possess Number one, the ability to completely comprehend all possible options and contingencies. Number two, the righteousness and wisdom to choose the right course. Number three, the power to make reality conform to the right course. In other words, only God can handle such knowledge. 
which or what this means is that it's not the one who trusts in the Lord who is irrational but the one who leans on his or her own understanding it's insane to trust such a pitiful limited understanding when we can trust the unlimited understanding of God amen So many of the things that cause us the most difficulty and heartache in life, the source of so much of our anxiety, so much fear and doubt and anger with others and with God is the result of what? Leaning on our own understanding. God doesn't want us to be miserable. Even in this fallen, futility, infected, evil age, he wants us to relieve our Anxiety. He doesn't want us to have anxiety or fear or doubt. And he doesn't want us to have anger, sinful anger. And so he gives us Proverbs 3 verses 5 through 6 as a priceless gift. In exercising faith, trusting fully in the Lord and not leaning on our own understanding, we're not setting aside our intellect. We're resting our intellect upon the intellect of God. Nothing is wiser, nothing is saner to do than that. To to do so is to allow him, allow God to direct our paths, which not only lead to ultimate joy, but also make the journey itself. Even when it is just filled with sorrow and and joyful 2 Corinthians 6 verses 10 and it preserves for us all the pleasures that God provides us in the world to to not do this is the height of foolishness and the path to misery so in closing let us choose joy today by not leaning on our own understanding but in sweet And childlike faith, let us trust the sure, firm foundation of our loving Creator's omniscience. 